0: So, uh, welcome to my napcast. Hey, thanks. Where we uh, talk about sleep and uh, aging. I'm a pro at that. Uh,
1: Both of those things, actually.
0: We got a couple uh, just here, you know, a couple, couple couple baldies with our hats and our beards, Cheers. Mm-hmm. We're like the same person. I just need yeah. glasses. Yep, exactly. This is actually kind of frightening now. we lo- lo- Look at this. We're like... Re- oh my oh, no, god I didn't like that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no okay. I do
1: I like uh, I Uber and like on occasion people were like hey have you had me before I'm like honestly man I look like 90% of Pittsburgh men <laughs> like just tattoos beard bald you know that's uh-huh. about it mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
0: so uh Nate Hall's in the building make hello. some noise hello yay thank you for having me thank you for coming over this is one of those uh, interesting situations because you've been on the show before twice. I had thought and we, about that. We have, um, and on top of that, we have been in the same room with each other countless times,
1: mm-hmm. even during COVID. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> God bless. <laughs> but um, this is the first time that we're kind of like you know, just it's just me and you, mm-hmm. man to man. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Mm-hmm. So. anybody that doesn't know you i barely know you outside of just the fact that you play a bunch of instruments i'm around and you drive uber and like you know you're into exercise now i guess and like probably like weed and stuff that's true too yeah (laughs) you nailed it (laughs) so like what what am i missing what are the missing pieces here what I, do I not know? What does the normal person not know about Nate Hall?
1: Uh, I mean, that covered it all. I've been
0: baking a lot. I mean, that's been
1: a nice thing lately as far as like... The, we already uh, talked about the weed. Yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I know. No, but actually... Real it's zingers you, on this one. It's funny you say that because uh, I do like to make cookies. I've been making a lot of cookies lately. And every time I make them for people, they're like, now are these special cookies? Mm. And every time they do, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I made them like, well, no, like, do they have anything in them? Like, well, a lot of, like, respect, a lot of time, a lot of, like, passion. You know, I don't know what you're getting at. But, yeah, they they do have reason to ask about that.
0: (laughs) So, uh, speaking of the baking uh, and just being a genuinely, like, kind of a creative person, I get this vibe from you that, you know, you're somebody that was been playing music for probably a large majority of your life and, like, doing creative things. But, like, how, like, much do you, like, like, how serious do you engage with, like, art? Like, I, I know it's a weird question, but you seem like a very, like, passive person, and I mean that in, like, a kind way. Thank you. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, like, <laughs> yeah. don't let shit get to me. Just kind of chilling. Art is art. Things are whatever. Yeah. It's whatever, man. I get that mm. vibe from you. I've always gotten that vibe from you.
1: Um, I think on a personal level, the way I've been putting it lately when it comes to, like, at least my interaction with music... I feel like, I mean, I went to college for music. I was a voice major in college, classical voice and stuff like that. Played trombone, auditioned with that. Um, But I feel like music has become like a logic puzzle to me uh, because like, I don't know. I I also play, I play bass in the emo band, the uh, karaoke band thing. And after having to learn all those songs, it's kind of a situation where like, all of them are the same. Like all of the like interactions between the chords and the distances between things, like it's all the same stuff. And so with that kind of mindset, when it comes to, like, making music, it's kind of fun to be like, okay, I heard a bunch of songs do this little feature, so I'm going to add that into this one, or this chord progression's nice, do that. But I don't know, I feel like you can always make something out of, like, the things that you've seen other people do a lot, and that's kind of what's fun about making that kind of art. Totally. M-ho.
0: Yeah, so it's probably similar in some ways to, like, uh, baking, and, you know... That's right. Learning recipes mm-hmm. and fucking techniques. around with different things. How do you Browning make it your, your own? Yeah. Uh huh. Secrets. Yeah. With you know the music that you play. You mentioned the doing the emo band mm-hmm. stuff, and then you also play drums for Northern Gold. Yes. Are you doing any other music right now? Or is it? Is that it?
1: That's really it. Honestly, I try to keep myself in my personal life down to like three obligations and uh, like think trying to work and then two bands that's three that's enough for me Mm -hmm. mm -hmm.
0: so you know as you've gotten older then like what has your relationship been with maybe like music that you enjoyed when you were like younger as like you know now you're an adult i mean northern gold's like a good adult band to be in Mm -hmm. but you have a very much yin and yang situation because of the emo band thing which is like a relatively adolescent thing Mm mm-hmm But like you know, do you still enjoy that kind of music? I guess you're like contractually obligated to say. Oh, I love every bit of it. uh, Emo all the way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, were you even ever like really interested or a part of that scene, or was just by proxy? It just kind of happened.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because I I think like the whole concept of these people calling themselves uh, elder emos. But then talking about being like huge My Chemical Romance fans kind of burns me a bit because like I remember like am I like an ancient emo or something? Because like I like Sunny Day real estate and like I liked old cursive and I liked like old get up kids and like old saves the day and all this stuff. I'm like that was before like My Chemical Romance. So if these people were like elder emos, then what am I, you know?
0: Sure. (laughs) but It's (laughs) interesting the way that genres of music kind of get branded and how bands get lumped into different things. It's like, Maybe like I guess it happened with punk. It's happened with metal, mm-hmm. where uh what the sub what the subculture is is different than what the music is. Yeah. Hardcore this happened with too. Um, where it's like this is like my chemical romance is a socially emo band, but mm-hmm. musically they're not really yeah. an emo band. They're just a a pop punk band. Yeah. <laughs> and they're fine, you know, like yeah. like I said, I love them. They're my favorite band. <laughs> uh great songs. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like curious, do you think that in regards to like some like a conversation that nobody ever needs to have that we're going to have now nice, where we do it. uh you know compare My Chemical Romance to cursive yeah. in terms of just like songwriting. Mm-hmm. Do you think if cursive looked like My Chemical Romance, they would have been as big? How much do you think the the look plays into things?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they would have. They got that one guy that's just kind of overweight and bald and like Tim Cashier's not really that attractive of a man. You're very right on that one, yeah. They wouldn't have done as well, I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of like the ugliest bands I know that have been popular. I would say Men at Work, Colin Hay, that dude that was the singer for them, Mm -hmm. he's got that real weird eye. Like he shouldn't have been famous. But that was the time he could get away with that stuff.
0: Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) Like, I mean, music videos were a relatively new thing at that mm, point in time. Yeah. And I don't think people had really gotten quite used to what other people look like yeah. yet. Plus, didn't... we didn't have like HD TV <laughs> yeah, or exactly. anything yeah. like that. So, the pixels were more uh, forgiving. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a more forgiving time to be, to do anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Leading into like another interesting side of this, like being a musician in the scenes and bands for Mm. you know probably you know easily two-thirds of your life now at this point Mm -hmm. uh so much has changed in terms of like that kind of shit like oh like everything needs to sound better and look better now and i don't know if it was really ever not like that but i feel like the weight of it is so much heavier now Mm. i feel like a lot of younger bands coming up like the writing the song seems like it's not nearly as important as making sure that oh yeah whatever is recorded sounds the way that it, it's supposed to sound mm-hmm. and the videos look the way that they're supposed to look and there's like all of these obligations mm-hmm. that are put on us as like musicians trying to be in a successful band like mm-hmm. you got to create content yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's weird that like we're doing that Mm-hmm. i don't know Kicking i think it's screaming like, but yeah. yeah yeah it's like weird for like diy or underground bands to like try to do all of the shit that like a big signed band is doing mm-hmm. and then they wonder why they're miserable yeah you know like yeah. all of this like oh we got to film the fucking behind the scenes studio videos and we got to film three <laughs> fucking uh like why are you wearing shorts we told you not to wear shorts this is tiktok day (laughs) sure 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 and it's like i mean i don't know i guess at some point you want to take yourself seriously and be presented as a serious Mm -hmm. band but uh yeah the it's a lot to handle it's a lot of weight to carry as a
1: band well it's funny you say it that way and i don't know if i'm trying to make this about myself in some way but uh even right now currently Northern Gold's working on booking like a a show later on like we want to do a good show like not like one that we're added on to but one that like we care about one that we put our time into one that we like know that if it doesn't succeed it'll be our fault like that kind of thing and uh like you said before like Northern Gold's definitely more of an adult vibe and everything so I think that we have to capitalize on that by doing it ourselves like we can't hope like a local promoter is going to throw us on as an opening act for something that like we would fit into which is excellent and always a nice thing if that happens or the opportunity is there but yeah i feel like we just need to get like a fire hall and vibe the place out and get two other bands that we like and find a way to get a keg there and then do it like that because i think other than having like oh yeah you know these this local opener brought a bunch of people to this like bigger show with a headliner that doesn't give a shit about them it'd be more of like hey that was a cool fucking thing to do. That was a nice vibe to that fire hall that they happened to rent out. Like who threw that show? Oh, the band. Like, that's great. Like, I feel like there needs to be more of that, you know, doing it yourself kind of thing that needs to come back that I haven't been doing as much, but I don't know. I feel like that's missing. Cause people do want to have that like polished look to things or like have a path that they go down to reach that, that I don't think exists.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, those paths that people take, it's like, everybody just like tries to follow this blueprint that is like i don't know i just i'm starting to feel like it's just very very outdated and so many people bandwise get caught up in this cycle of like trying to impress everybody but the people that are like closest to them mm-hmm. if that makes sense where it's like cuz they're I, obligated to I like just you. want to like i oh we need to make a fucking tiktok account so we can you know get fans that aren't going to really give a fuck about us mm-hmm. in places of the world that we're probably never going to go to because <laughs> we're, you know, all yeah. pushing 40 and we're probably not touring.
1: Uh, yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I love the idea of just like, okay, scale it back in like, do the fire hall show. Even if it's like the one fucking show that we play for the next six months, mm-hmm. I'd rather play one good show every six months than oh, a yeah. shitty show every month.
1: Yeah. Those shitty shows just take it out of you. Like it is no fun to have to like, especially when you're like at our age, it's like, I could have done anything else. Like I could have sat at home, could have watched some Netflix. Like
0: Yeah. 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 And like, what are you like? I don't know. I've talked about this a lot, probably at nauseam on this podcast, but like. <laughs> it's like really just something to consider. It's just like, why are we playing the show? Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, well, it'll be cool to see everybody. We could see everybody without like, needing to drag gear across we go town. To Kennywood, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I don't have to fucking yeah. uh, rent out a venue to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. We have houses, we have yeah. Kennywood shit mm-hmm. like that, yeah. you
1: know? And
0: uh, I don't know.
1: That is a good point. With the like to know what you want out of something, because it isn't the same. It isn't just like do stuff and then something happens. Like you do stuff with a purpose. Like that's what I think needs to be embraced by people more so whenever they're like working at things like this. You know,
0: and that goes back to like like the music video shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like music video stuff. Really, okay. It's it's an advertisement for your band to maybe like oh attach it to a press kit to get some fucking shows yep. or to get a label or things like that. But if like you're not really planning on touring or you're not really planning on trying to shop your band around or you're just doing this for fun, what's the point of the video? Yeah. Ego? Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine if that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just You want to see yourself move on a little screen? Like yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just like like just be honest with yourselves mm-hmm. about like what is the goal? Yeah. That is know?
1: so true. To, like the honesty thing like I I have asked, like, other bands I've been in, like, what do we want? And, like, I don't want some lofty answer. Like, that's, I mean, yeah, you could be like, I want to be the best band in the world. Like, okay, yeah, we all do. But, like, no, like, what do you want that you can achieve? And, like, I know I'm guilty of not, like, doing this stuff that I've, like, talking about. But, like, okay, like, you want to get shirts let's get shirts. How are we going to sell those shirts? How, okay, sure. we should get, do a show next. Like, oh, okay. The dominoes are falling down. Like it all makes sense at this point. Like, but you can't just be like, I want a cool shirt with a neat design then
0: do nothing with
1: it. Like, no, that's not yeah, worth
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. It's like, you know, there's like always the, um, I get constant messages, not constant, but like enough. all the time. All I mean, Five just came regularly <laughs> I get messages from people like, how can I get uh my stuff pressed on vinyl do you have suggestions for all this stuff <laughs> yeah and it's just like well i mean if you have money you could do anything but mm-hmm. really like how many shows are you going to be playing yeah you know it's like how are you even gonna sell like, that product sure it's like you know i get it's like yeah you know we only want to get you know maybe a couple hundred of these things made and i'm like that's a lot yeah that's a lot <laughs> you know there's a i fucking have an old pressing of they're only chasing safety under oath Mm -hmm. emo shit. And when they put that, it was like from whatever fucking label put that out originally. I don't remember tooth and nail or something adjacent. Mm -hmm. And they, it was a first pressing gold vinyl, 100 copies. That's all the label put out for Mm -hmm. an under oath record. Yep. And you're like, you're telling me you want 200 copies of your fucking ding dong band from McKeesport. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's just like, I mean, I mean, you could do it, but like you're just going to be sitting on them. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to be playing a lot of shows, you you will move them eventually. Yeah. Like You mm-hmm. sell maybe one or two a show if you're lucky, maybe three or four if yeah, like, right. it's wild. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, we'll divide that up by shows. Like, yeah. How long is it going to take you to sell those? Oh, maybe 50 shows. Mm-hmm. How long does it take most local bands to play 50 shows? <laughs> Five years? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like...
1: And it's funny about the uh, stacks of like product and everything like that. Like my dad is a musician and he like, he's been playing Christian music my whole life and everything. But like uh, when I was younger, he'd always joke. He had this like stack of CDs against the wall. He's like, you get to have all those later. I'm like, okay, what do you mean by that? Like, those are yours. Like I can't sell them. No one's going to buy those. I'm like, oh crap. Like you're right. Like there's just a thousand CDs. That, uh-huh. Like no one's going to buy is like, I mean at the time yeah. he was playing and stuff and had like an outlet for him, but like
0: got an awful lot left. <laughs> <laughs> I still have fucking like merch from bands that I was in like, mm. you know, 15 years ago yeah, in the basement. A, a bag of shirts yep. and CDs uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, like, okay, totally. Neat. Totally. Yeah. I think that um, over time, like now I'm pretty good about um, thinking about why we're mm-hmm. getting things made. Um, it's like, you know, those shirts that I still have in the basement are fucking ugly. That's mm-hmm. why nobody bought them. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, is this a design that somebody's going to want and it's like you know there's always that conversation like somebody in the band doesn't like it it's like yeah okay maybe the shirt's oh. kind of corny especially being in a metal band you deal mm-hmm. with a lot of corny merchandise yeah and it's just like but people will fucking buy it yep that's the thing well it's why are we doing this yeah. to sell them to people to make money mm-hmm. you know we can double or triple sometimes quadruple your money on it on a fucking shirt like per unit like mm-hmm. you pay five bucks a shirt you sell it for 20 you make yeah. 15 bucks it's business, baby. Oh yeah. No, I feel like that with the <laughs> just, emo let's band. Just fucking sell the shirts. Yeah, with the emo band, I feel
1: like in our song choices and things like that, like we've have had to just take a step back and be like, we don't like this. This song is not fun to play. Like I uh, but like people love it. Like when we play this song, people go crazy. Like we got to put ourselves aside and be like, okay, like yeah, we did want to play the old school cool stuff but that doesn't sell. Like that doesn't make people show up at our shows. I'm like, okay, so it looks like we got to learn the stuff that we hate. And like, that's, it's not bad. You know, like at the end of the day, you're not like, who's, who's that big of an artist to care about that stuff. Well, sure. You know, like no one's profound that much.
0: <laughs> I get the same shit. Like when I'm doing DJ nights and somebody wants mm-hmm. to hear Those a song. Those are going great,
1: by the way. I just want to say the uh, yeah. Taylor Swift ones. Yeah.
0: It's, it's cool. Fantastic. Having a yeah. fun time. <laughs> yeah and but yeah i mean there's stuff that people want to hear and i'm just like cool well like this is why you're here mm-hmm. for me to play what you want to hear this isn't like i'm not fucking steve aoki like oh this is my set yep. and like fuck you eat you know? cake <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just the things like people were coming out just to stuff like the fucking mm-hmm. emo karaoke they want that's why they're there you yep. know oh yeah and uh yeah you kind of just have to um I don't know. Entertain. Mm -hmm. That's right. Dance, monkey. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, with the chemistry that, you know, you have now between, like, all of the people that are in the emo band, I Mm -hmm. imagine it's, like, a really interesting thing because, like, you're, you know, you're happy to play music, but obviously this is a thing where... Okay, well, we're making money. We're getting paid. Mm -hmm. This is a business, right? It's Mm -hmm. a a job. So there's this dynamic of just kind of like, okay, well, I'm here. I'm working. Not getting super passionate about this. Playing songs that I don't really like. But you're there for the people. Don't say it like that. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, Playing songs you love. Chemical Romance is your favorite band. (laughs) Uh, But the thing, though, I imagine that's interesting, my... I'm like, okay, I'm actually just going to keep on talking in circles until I ask nice. you this fucking yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Jesus goddamn Christ. Dance. Um, The people mm-hmm. that come up and sing. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of them are people that have, may have never been on a stage before, mm-hmm. especially like in like a concert hall, because a lot of the places that you do these shows are like, you know, they're yeah. bigger rooms, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're dealing with people that maybe don't know how to like, hold a microphone right or like weird stage presence or mm-hmm. like maybe sometimes people don't really know the song all that well yeah like for the most part when i've been to emo night like karaoke, it seems like there's like a su- people know the song, so mm-hmm. it's pretty good for the most part. Yeah. But like, what do you do in like a train wreck situation if there ever is one? Uh, I mean, I think... Like, how do you handle that? We jump in as much as possible. I mean, I know oh, like yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Fox,
1: uh, the other guitar player, he'll hop on the mic and like at least keep people on time. But we did, I don't know what show it was, but we did have one recently where like, it got bad. And like, we have been doing it long enough now that like we can recover and everything. But man, like Corey can really give a mean look when we mess up bad. So I mean, it's kind of funny. But uh, I don't know, like if we, you're right, we do get all types. Uh, it is nice when people are able to keep on with everything. Well, we've not to, you know, show too much of behind the curtain. But uh, we're operating with in ear monitors now, so like we also have a click for us and everything, and we can kind of separate out uh, the other singers and everything. And also, it helps with the stage volume too, because then we can put more of them in the monitors to be able to hear instead of having us blasting behind them. Yeah, yeah. So and it also makes carrying things a whole lot easier. But uh, yeah, you know, some people kill it uh, and they're amazing, and it's a great time, and we can vibe out with them on the stage. I sound like a real cool kid when I said vibe out and uh that's great but yeah there definitely are people i remember one of my favorites that happened it was pretty early on when we had been doing it we were in cleveland and this girl got up and she had like a headphone in and then she like pulled her phone up and like we're like tuning trying to get ready and all that and then she just grabs the mic and starts to sing and we're, we just stopped and like walked over and just like stared at her like just for fun because we we're like people were watching and it's kind of silly so we just stared at her like ma'am We'll play too. You know that, right? she was like, "Well, I didn't know. I just have the song in my ear, and I was gonna read the lyrics off here. I'm like, no, like we we got a whole operation. like the lyrics are on that screen, and uh we'll start it up, and then you'll be good. She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, wow, like it was kind of cute for the fact that, like she definitely had never done something like that, and she just yeah. thought that that's what it should be. She would just like play the song so she knew how how it would be, but it wouldn't have worked out in her favor because we play things like tune down a half step and all that, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We see all types.
0: That's so funny. Now, on the flip, so I'm not personally a fan of doing karaoke. Mm -hmm. I I like the idea of karaoke, but I have a big pet peeve when anybody that is in a band, especially somebody that's a front person in a band, does karaoke. It's Mm -hmm. like, this isn't for you. Get off the fucking stage, you fucking egomaniac. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm overanalyzing it. (laughs) And don't get me wrong. I I can do a mean rock lobster if I want to. Mm -hmm. But like, Do you ever get like, I'm sure you do like these people that are obviously singers and fucking Mm -hmm. bands that come to these shows and they're just like flexing super hard and just like really like dick swinging on stage. It's just like, come on, bro. Mm,
1: Well, like there are definitely those ones where like they are trying to just be the only guy there. And those are the ones that end up trying to like jump off of Corey's drums and stuff like that. And like those ones suck. Like they're no fun. (laughs) I like the guys that are more, like, that want to, like, engage with us, too, because we're a pretty engaging band to play with on yeah, the stage. Yeah. I mean, they're not, like, our singers or anything, but I had some point to bring up
0: about something, but I forget what it was now. Nope, it's gone. Okay. Yeah. It's just uh, always been... I don't know. That stuff always bugs me, and I don't know why. I mm-hmm. just...
1: No, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I Whenever we play Nashville, uh, that is a place where you get to see some crazy good singers. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're I'm sure there's everybody talented. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that what Nashville does for the people that come to our event is like out there, if you're a good singer and you're trying to make it in the music industry, like you're going to be out doing cool stuff. But I think there's a faction of people that are like, I'm the best singer in my high school. I got to move to Nashville and make it. And then they realize they can't make it, but yeah, they are a pretty good singer and they need like some place to go to. They're just not quite to the level. And like we show up and it's like, Oh hell yeah. It's their time to flex, like hold out those notes that they've always wanted to on
0: stage. And uh, I don't
1: know. I feel like it's good for scratching that itch for some people.
0: Yeah. I, you know, kind of leading into that, like, like a, like a Nashville or any other, uh, cesspool of creative desperation, (laughs) you know? Uh, I've like really just like I don't I just don't like give a fuck about talent anymore mm-hmm. in a weird way. It's <laughs> yeah. just like I feel like personality is so much more important. Like mm. you can be like half decent at what you do. But if you're nice and have heart, you'll probably get better over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like don't be like. I don't know. Either just don't be boring or don't be a turd or whatever. Mm. You know, it's like Speaking-
1: sometimes it, Well, being a boring turd, uh, speaking of that, I was going to say that we did do a pretty big show in Nashville that was like up and coming performers and stuff that are like doing good things. And I'm so out of the loop. I didn't know who anybody was. And like after it was over, I'm finding out like some of these people that like I got to like back up are like real big up and comers and like... I like the ones that were super duper nice. Like, those are the ones that I'm like, hey, you guys are like pretty cool. Like, great job singing. I'm really proud of you guys, you young folks. And like, there were some that were kind of, well, no, there weren't anybody that was a jerk, actually. I'm trying to set the story up to make it sound better. Like, I don't know. It was just nice that the young people that were in these like up and coming like projects and everything, they all seemed pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I just had like a good uh, experience with everybody, but yeah, it was I, nice.
0: I think that if there is any. I mean there's a lot of positive things about social media and the way modern music is marketed, right? But maybe one of the best things about it is it's um really installing into people at a young age that like personality is really important because mm-hmm. that's all the internet fucking is. Yeah. I mean maybe sometimes to a fault they because all dance it can too. be Oh yeah, they can all dance. It could be too much personality. Uh, and again not enough focus on like the actual songwriting mm-hmm. you know because that's the other thing too is like sure maybe you can sing your ass off or play piano or anything like that but like writing a song and like doing something well is like they're two different things one of something bugs me about all those things on the internet like that how do you feel about
1: the extreme mugging that happens in like any videos i see of somebody like playing guitar or like anything like that like just the looking up at the camera all the time and like the smirks and the little faces and stuff. Oh. I hate it. Like, well, I I'm all about like not tooting my own horn as somebody that, that performs or whatever. But like, if I look stupid, I'm not trying to look stupid. It's just You're how it comes the out. Yeah, exactly. But like these people, I don't know. You can tell when someone's just feeling it and these people aren't feeling it. Like they're just like making these crazy faces and yeah, it's virtuosic i I'll get out. Like great job, dude. That was fast but you don't have to, like, make, like, I heard somebody call them the fuck-me-eyes. Like, no making fuck-me-eyes at the camera, like, no big weird smirks after you pull something off. Yeah,
0: I, um, so, like, I've been thinking about this a lot, and it's, like, um, you know, it's an issue that I've had when, like, Filming videos for people, which is, like, something that I've done before. Mm-hmm. I, I did a video with for me. you guys.
1: I almost died that day, remember? Yeah, he mm-hmm. fell.
0: I remember right over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. just
1: crumpled a little Nate ball instead heard uh-huh. hurting, like, flailing and landing on the drum set. Yeah, I know. It was good. He
0: lives to tell the tale. That's right. Um. So whenever, I think a good in, like, a good music video, the only person that should be making any sort of eye contact with the camera is the person singing the song. Mm-hmm. But even too much of that can be weird. It has to be very, very sparse. Yeah. But it's funny because in a lot of videos that I've done, the vocalists <laughs> always are super uncomfortable about making eye contact with the camera, mm-hmm. but other people in the band aren't. <coughs> you know? Yeah, that's weird. And it's just like I don't know. It's just like eye contact like bothers me a lot. Yeah. In music videos, in porn as well. I don't like oh, yeah, when no. people mm-hmm. look like. Don't this look is like at me. this is a very no, this is a very specific thing. I mean, if it's like a like a POV shot porn, mm-hmm. then the eye contact makes sense because I'm you know you're exactly in, you're you know this is like a simulation of preaching to the choir, dude. I know, yeah. <laughs> but like I fucking there's this thing now that I I notice a lot if there's like um I guess you know a lot of this homemade DIY sort of like you know OnlyFans esque mm-hmm. era of yep. porn where you have like you know the content. Cool.
1: The golden years yeah so. content
0: creators making their uh you know making their own film mm-hmm. there will just be like you know like some people doing their thing and like the they're just like looking. you could tell they're looking at the screen yeah instead of just like looking at each other and like i don't know maybe i'm like romanticizing some weird thing but it's like I don't like want to watch somebody getting fucked looking at a screen of themselves. So it's like, just be in the moment with that yeah. person. So I can believe that this is like a real thing.
1: I know that look too. Cause like, I hate whenever I'm making like a video of myself playing guitar or <laughs> masturbating on camera, but <laughs> like just like looking down, you see like your eyes do that thing where you go back and forth uh-huh. between like the actual thing to look at, but you know, off the porn, uh, <laughs> No, I was thinking about like, I wonder what psychologically that's going to do to all like the kids that are okay with looking into a camera like that. Cause I remember when I was younger, like that's just a weird thing to do. Like I know that if you got into some kind of like industry or whatever, where you did know to do that, like, yeah, that's that. But like everybody is so comfortable with just staring right into a camera lens lately. And it just, it grosses me out. Yeah.
0: It's a little, it's a little weird. It goes back to that. Like, why are we doing this thing that's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely not any sort of like brain doctor, psychologist what? type person, believe <laughs> yeah. it or not. I was laughing, uh, a, a buddy of mine, uh, Dylan, who plays in that string machine band. You might know, do you know Dylan?
1: It's a, I know the band name sounds familiar. Um,
0: he, he posted on Facebook recently, just a status like, like to the, I'm going to have to like paraphrase this, but it was about people going to concerts. And he was like, it's like, I was like, I'm watching this video that somebody posted front row at the Kendrick Lamar show. Like they probably paid 300 bucks for this thing and they just spent the whole time on their phone Mm -hmm. and like every single person next to them is also on their phone. And it's just like, look, how about instead of you going to the show you give me the ticket and then I'll just send you a link yeah. to the person next to me. Like if that's if all you want to do is like mm-hmm. watch it through your phone. I mean, he had worded it way more eloquently and not as weird. But yeah. the concept of that is still like, yeah, it's really, really strange.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that kind of stuff is kind of like at our point as like you're 30 something as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like that's kind of like old man corner it's just like you know you kids we used to pay money for shows we go get in the mosh pit Yeah, you know, like but yeah you're right like i did i went to see uh tim heidecker just the other day and i was like i, I wanted to take some pictures and some videos and showing my friends and like honestly in the middle of taking a picture i'm like the quality sucks this isn't gonna translate well when i show my friends i'm gonna have one of those weird moments where i'm like hey check out this video this thing i did and like i stand there and they just have to like pretend like they're enjoying watching this shitty video on my phone so I'm like no just put it down and enjoy the show who the fuck cares if they like if so, what's someone gonna do come to be like no you didn't go I'm like okay well sorry i don't have proof i didn't go to that show like sorry
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: But yeah, it was, i don't know it's better to just enjoy it
0: yeah totally i think that i try not to if i think if i'm in the moment if something cool's happening and i'm like oh i want to take a picture of yeah. this i'll take the picture yeah and if it if it isn't a great picture i'm like well it's it just, whatever. Yeah. It's like Move try, on. It's like trying to take a picture of a full moon. You're never going to get it. It's it just always going to look like shit. Sure. Sure. Unless you have, like, one of those, thing. like, super nice cameras or something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Did you ever think that we would get to a point, like, where just, uh, <laughs> you know, like, everybody would just have the access to this insane amount of technology and just resources and still find ways to do absolutely like nothing super productive with it. Maybe that's me being a little judgmental.
1: No, I'm with you. Like I,
0: I'm real big
1: into the concept of the singularity and, like, technology moving the way it does. And lately, I've been getting real pissed off that people make so many mistakes. Like, I don't know if this is where you're going with that thought at all. But, like, yeah, you're right. Like, that little rectangle over there holds all of the world's mysteries. And you could figure it out. And, like, even if you don't know something as simple as how to spell a word, like, bam, you got it right there. Yeah, and uh, you still see, like, typos. Yeah, it pisses me off so much to see anybody, like, even crazy, like... I won't say crazy conspiracies, but just like anything that's kind of silly, like it just takes a quick couple Googles to sure. like either deflate or inflate or like leave yourself a little bit confused. But yeah, I
0: don't know. I think it's an amazing resource and I don't
1: think people use it well enough.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's not it's not that much effort to like get behind this, like to actually maybe read an article, not just mm-hmm. the headline. Yeah. Or like, I always get really irritated. This is like the fucking old man complain hour. <laughs> uh my back hurts yeah when uh like somebody will ask like a really stupid question on facebook that's like just 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 look it up on google or mm. fucking bing or whatever yeah. search engine mm-hmm. like why are you doing this yeah yeah uh, it's like
1: that personal touch though you know if you just have a friend that does it for you it makes oh, it's it warmer like,
0: and nicer well i think that <laughs> i think a lot of people like there's so many statuses that like like you 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 know the the movie they live with like yeah. the glasses, I feel like if there was like all these different statuses on Facebook, and if you had some sort of glasses that would just like translate what they really mean, it would just be like, I'm lonely, I'm lonely yeah, exactly I'm lonely, I'm lonely, mm-hmm. yep <laughs> that is true. you get the whole like fucking people that are like, I'm taking a break from Facebook, so uh, I need to make a post about yeah. it. it's like.
1: Like this isn't an airport. You don't need to announce your departure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Mm, I stole Uh, it. It's not mine. Okay. Well, Hey, Hey. whoever said
1: that was funny. You're welcome. Yep.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. God bless. They, um, it's just like a, I don't know. I mean, I'm a human being too, and I'm sure you are a A, human. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. pretty positive. Mm -hmm. And I have been in situations where it's like, you know what? I just don't really want to be on Facebook today. And Mm -hmm. maybe that, lasts for like four or five days yep and it's fine yeah you know if i don't want to be on it it's kind of counterproductive to post the status that people are going to interact with and keep you Mm -hmm. coming back to it but it's really it's just i'm lonely i want attention
1: for sure the past has been just coming back to kick my ass lately because like
0: i got off of facebook
1: probably like three years ago and like i looking back at it i was pretty prolific with my bullshit (laughs) And man, like seeing some of my posts from like 2015, 2016 Uh, and stuff like that, it's just like, what the fuck? Who the fuck was I talking to? Like, no wonder it didn't get any comments or likes. It's not commentable or likable. Like, this is just bullshit. And so like now it's just, I'm so happy I've taken so much of a break from it because when I go back on it, it just seems like, and I mean, no offense to any of my wonderful friends that still use it all the time. But it's just a bunch of thirty somethings complain about shit that they don't have any like say in, and uh, it's just it's not worth it. But I do like to get on there and like just say something stupid on someone's comment every once in a while. I had a friend that posted a picture of herself without makeup. I posted a picture of myself in the comments without makeup too. Yeah, there's like little things like that. You know, hopefully it's something where it'd be like, oh wow, Nate showed up today, and then now he's gone again. But
0: yeah, I think that there's, you know. With social media, it's very much a you create your own hell or -hmm. your own like positive space. You know, you ultimately choose who you're friends with on there. You know, it's so if it's all stuff that you don't like on there well that's your fault yep and you're gonna be mad all day you can do something about that Mm -hmm. if you would if you would like to oh yeah
1: yeah i filled mine up with like it was kind of nice when i got back to it because it was just filled with like dogs and cats and things like that so that was kind of nice i feel like i like i went through a phase of like fuck everybody and just deleted everyone before i'm like wait no it's not their fault it's facebook's fault like it's making me angry like
0: i'm just gonna get out of there now with uh music stuff you've never really struck me as the person to be like the band daddy in any projects that you're in, like you're in the band, just playing, doing your mm-hmm. thing, but like maybe not so much like the, you know, like the yeah, handling the, shit, no. handling, <laughs> or maybe like, you know, like the, we got to get these fucking posts done or we need to take band photos or anything. I mean, I don't know. Maybe mm. you are that guy. Like, how, what
1: I mean I'm more when it comes to Do you to, just
0: like to be a player kind of in the in the pocket or I like to help things move. I like to help things
1: function. Like it's I don't I don't want to be a stumbling block in the process of things. Sure. Uh I don't know. I mean I'd I'd hope that if the Northern Gold dudes hear this, they're not like fuck you, Nate, uh, you don't do shit. But like <laughs> I don't know. I I do like the work and the effort that comes into the process of like trying to do the things that a band does. So I don't know. I would never call myself the band dad, but like another thing that like I think the emo band has taught me like we are like I wouldn't say detrimentally professional when we handle things, but like we definitely I I'd say that we pride ourselves in the way we handle ourselves getting to venues and handling like yeah. the staff and everything there. Um. Oh what? Oh yeah. But uh, I know at first when we started doing that, like it wasn't my favorite thing to like go into the venue first, find the sound guy, find a stage manager, figure everything out. But like now it does feel like more of a like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you get the show started, you know, yeah. to handle it. And I think we did like a comparable thing. Uh, Northern gold played the Deutsch town festival recently. And, uh, yeah, I like we got to the place and uh, Jake was like, you know, hey, like, what do we do? Where are we going? I'm like, okay, let me handle it. And it's so, like walked over, met the sound guy, figured out when we were going on. Like, I can do that stuff when there's a purpose, but I don't think I'd ever be the type that's like,
0: we got to do this stuff now or else we're going to fucking suck. You know, you yeah, guys I'm are thinking all about like Yeah, like like with being a modern band and like the the pressures that social media places mm. on <laughs> anybody I'm just trying to put their art into the world you Mm. know I guess that goes back into our earlier conversation of like well we need to have music videos or just we need to have content in general like generating like stuff that a band really has no reason to do Mm -hmm. like any band that has a tiktok account it's like it just seems like such a distraction yeah here's my two favorite candy bars yeah yeah, like that kind of shit it's Mm -hmm. like it bothers me yeah that like people need to do that or people mm-hmm. feel like they have to do that.
1: Yeah, and that, well, that hurts me. Like, I know, like, I don't know if this is like a mental illness talk, but uh there are times definitely when I'm like, I don't want to say anything funny. Like, I don't want to like <laughs> make a TikTok and like comment on anything. Like, fuck that. But then there's also times where I'm like, man, if I had a TikTok, I'd be cranking stuff out. Like, that's a pretty funny concept. I could do something like that. And like, oh, uh, like
0: you can't, I well, couldn't I mean, keep that up. It's, like, th- I mean, that's the thing too. It's like, it's different. I think that like, you know, tiktok as a platform is totally fine for and i think there's a way to create content for that platform that makes sense that i'm sure is mm. fun and engaging and really easy to get lost in this rabbit hole of like these fun dumb videos whether yeah. it's like you know dancing or like lip sync or like skateboard tricks or something Ooh, yeah. fun you know like mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff is cool yeah. like whatever but like i don't know i think that like if you are a band it just doesn't seem like i don't know it just seems so disingenuous like yeah, i remember unless- i saw like there was like a fallout boy tiktok thing with like pete wentz talking at the camera and i was like this just seems like nobody wants this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's so i don't know yeah that's such a hard I'm thing i'm always like, thinking like behind the scenes like whenever i like if i'm like in like a shopping mall like like that since those exist I, mm-hmm. we're yeah, really that we dating myself yeah, exactly. at this yeah. point <laughs> but like uh you know, like at target or something. Yep. And like, you see like the photos of people like that are in like the fashion stuff or in like the clothes section. It's like, like how many like dumb photos that they have to fucking take behind the scenes to get the one of mm-hmm. that person on the trampoline, like yep. doing their fucking jumping thing. And then like, yeah. like how many fucking, like, this is the best video that you had to, that you were able to post Pete. Like how many shitty yeah. takes yeah. were there of this? It's just miserable yep. to me. Yeah,
1: That's what I love. Like thinking about people doing videos and stuff like that. Cause like, it's never gonna be good the first time like you're gonna have to do extra takes and one thing I've also told people too that I think is kind of funny like whatever you see like I think there was a a while ago There's this video that went around of like this Irish family like and the whole setup of the video looked like you know they had finished a wedding or something they're all exhausted and drunk from dancing and then they all start singing and it's just beautiful and all these different parts and stuff but it sounds too perfect because it's also well mixed and well lit and everything and like that was not a wedding this was a stage change shoot with a pre-recorded track like all this other stuff like but no those they love each other that family i'm like they're probably not even a family there's probably it's a bunch sure. of people audition to be in some irish singing group that want to make a cool video like after like so it's all fake like if it's good it's fake you know like that's what i think
0: sure 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 that's definitely become an issue for me with um a lot of modern music mm-hmm. in terms of how easy it is to produce something that's like very like top quality yeah and just like is this believable? Like, is this actually happening? And Especially like the in like the, valley. the realm of like, fuck. Yeah. Um, like with like <laughs> heavy metal. It's just like, there's so much stuff now. I'm like, oh, this sounds crazy, but also like, I'm listening to an electronic album. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, It's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, all fucking MIDI quantized, punched in insane, which is cool. I mean, make mm-hmm. music how you want to make music. It's a fun sonic experience. Sometimes yeah, so I, to hear something. Make you smile. Yeah. But like, you see it in a live environment, mm. and like you're like, oh fuck,
1: yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's weird. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like. I don't know. This is. I remember the first time I feel I, like an old. I just feel like an old. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, I, I remember when I found out that like drums on like a lot of well produced albums, like it's like the drummer records it, but then they just take all those hits and add their own different sounds to it. Like, well, what happened? Like, oh, it's all it's all just put into place. Like that guy, why he even show up? You could just made a computer do that. Like, damn, that's crazy. That just shows my lack of experience. (laughs) I think
0: that it's interesting because it's just like on that scale, it's like why are we do it's like why are we doing this? It's like because it sounds better to who? Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of records without fucking sound or place drums that sound fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, like we can name tons of them. Yeah. You know, from anything from the fucking sixties through the Mm nineties. Countless great records. Yeah. Allison Chains didn't have no fucking sound place drums. As far as I know, On I, fucking dirt. Yeah. I and heard it's a great sounding record.
1: Exactly. There was this funny point I heard from like an old producer that was talking about like the difference now, like if you preferred things back in the day to now and he was like, Honestly, you want me to say back in the day, but like now things are better only for the fact that you can like you don't have to pay a shitload of money for a studio time and then a shitload of money for some guy you don't know to handle everything and all this other stuff. Like you can do it all in your house. Like so yeah, I mean you might say the products might be not as good. Like, but yeah, things are easier nowadays. Like it was hard back in the day. <laughs>
0: like sure. Um but and I And expensive. I think that I think that, that threshold created more it was less bullshit Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know what i mean like now most people get their music on spotify and how much of spotify's catalog is just glorified demos Mm -hmm. like the cdrs that someone would hand you in the food court at the mall when those were a thing Mm -hmm. that you would just never listen to yeah that's like all like you know there's no like there used to be a thing like you know like Oh, like my band actually got a CD in the CD store at the mall, shrink wrapped. Mm. Like that's insane. So, mm-hmm. you know, like that was there was a th- a threshold of like now we're a real band. Yeah. But now anybody can be a real band, which as a, you know, an inclusive person, I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. It's great that everybody could share their art with the world. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, how do you get people to take you seriously? It makes it so much harder now. Mm-hmm. Like as a an underground band, like what is the threshold for your peers to be like, oh, they're actually doing something. Yeah. What is it? Getting a fucking city paper award? Eat shit, you (laughs) know? And like, (laughs) it's such
1: a funny thing to like talk to people about that stuff too, because like no offense to any of that. Like it's great. I've like, I was one of the, you know, city papers, 2016, best sketch comedy group, things like that. But like when you, when you get like behind the curtain on that stuff, like you do realize like, yeah, it is a hustle and it is a job and people are working to like get themselves out there. But also you do know that like, in a small place like Pittsburgh, like you can you know make it work in your favor. you can do the things you need to do to make sure people vote for you and then get into the thing like if you know the right people, you can get into whatever you need to and like it's not like it cheapens it by any means, but I don't know it does uh, it it's not like something I want to strive for anymore. yeah like, I, I, I,
0: it's it's like I hate like you see people it's like they're they're posting they post more about vote for me in this contest than Mm -hmm. they do about their actual music yeah and And that bothers me
1: yeah and i know from experience i mean back in the day like the late 2000s on all those like online competitions about the bands and things like that like it was all fraudulent like we weren't getting as many likes and things like and that's like the what we come from for that kind of stuff i'm like yeah like i'm gonna get like my family members that aren't even from here to like this like this like this comment on this like whatever like but yeah to what end you know, like, great, I got to go to a cool party and eat some really cool food from everything, which is awesome and a lot of fun, but, like, man, I probably could have sat home. Yeah, and- it's,
0: like, really <laughs> silly one, like, because, like, when you fabricate it, it's, like, this isn't, it's not really real. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and this is to 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 take a phrase that you've said a lot today, not to toot my own horn. Yeah, thank you. But we just got, Greywalker got an email that we're in, like, the top 10 now mm-hmm. for, like, the best metal thing. We haven't made one post about the city paper <laughs> in years that's nice you know so mm-hmm. it's nice that people are just v- put voting for us because they want to mm-hmm, yeah like that that's that feels good i, I feel, think i voted I,
1: that, for you guys thank you you're welcome that's kind mm-hmm,
0: yeah and uh that's good to know it's just like that like okay some people like genuinely care it's not like mm-hmm. us getting our fucking aunts and uncles to like you know use all their different fucking email accounts to <laughs> yeah. vote every other day mm-hmm. or whatever fucking ponzi scheme you want to yep. get going to fucking you know <laughs> yeah Hire say that we're Mike the Farm. we're the best metal band in pittsburgh mm-hmm. okay you know, great one thing i like
1: not that people come to me for advice or young kids are like what do i do to make it music nate but uh <laughs> one thing that i do like to say to people whatever like somebody's coming to me with something new or like they're working on a project or whatever like i always tell them if like if your parents or like your immediate friend group or whatever if they tell you that it's really really good throw that out like you do not want their input because they're obligated to love you and they already have some basis for like hey i mm-hmm. like what you do so like if you can get people that you don't know to start coming up and be like that's fucking great then you're doing a good job like other yeah, than that yeah, like yeah. it's not to say that your parents suck or your, your brother and sister suck or anything and they have bad taste which they probably do but uh, <laughs> like i don't know like throw out any but like any compliment from someone close get rid of it and then try and make somebody you don't know be like yo come play a show for me again sure
0: sure sure and like yeah it's just that fucking city paper distraction stuff and then yeah just like outside of that like going back to like the fucking like the whole idea of like streaming your music and all of this stuff it's just like it's so easy to make yourself seem professional and i feel like now it's just a constant rat race like oh well this other band put out a music video so we should put out a music video Mm -hmm. or they did this so we should do this and you know, the conversation's yeah. looping, but it's just like, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? I think like, what I'd like to
1: at least accomplish as far as like Northern Gold, at least, and they don't know this, they're going to have to listen to the podcast to find this out. But no, like, I think it'd be fun more so to like attack it from the standpoint of projects. Like, what do we want to accomplish? Okay, how do we accomplish that project? Like, what do we want to do? Like five songs we want to make little videos with them like okay so let's try and get that package that product together and do that like don't just loosely be like okay we're gonna do this then something's gonna happen like do it more some more so from the point of view of like we're a couple of guys that like to play music together we got a good like you know we've got taste in things that we listen to like why don't we make something cool just for the sake of making something cool and like yeah we have outlets to like blast it out so people can hear it
0: but in general like i'd like to just make something you're proud of like okay i made a cool product
1: And leave it there,
0: you know? Yeah. I think that that gets into a conversation of, you know, just music being a conversation between the performer and the listener. (laughs) And if you're not, like, contributing something unique or worthwhile to the conversation, Mm -hmm. why would anybody want to engage with it? Yeah. And I think what is engaging is when people create just genuine art. It doesn't need to be unique or life changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. You've had plenty in your life. You'll have plenty more. But you know, sometimes like a good fucking burger is all you want. I told you I'm watching my weight, dude. You can't be talking burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, so it's I don't know. I think it's it's real easy to just get distracted and trying to be so unique or so different while simultaneously worrying about what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's I like yeah. the idea of just like making it small, doing something that you genuinely want to do with people that you enjoy being around and uh just hope for the best. That's just, life, baby. Just do <laughs> just just be just chill. No more
1: competition. Hey, who cares anymore? You know, let's all just be buds.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the competition thing. I don't know. I it doesn't, I'm I'm sure it still exists in some facets of music pockets in Pittsburgh and around Mm -hmm. the globe. But I don't, I don't, I don't really get too much of that anymore.
1: It doesn't. I agree with you. I don't know if it's the age thing or not, but like it's more anytime I go play shows now, it's more like, yeah, I'm just happy to see some friends tonight. Like this prequel. And I remember when I was younger, seeing that like in bands, I'm like, how do you get to like know that band and be their friend and play shows with them? Like, well, it's probably because they had a barbecue the other day. (laughs) You're like, they're probably like, they're probably actually pals. They probably work together. Like, okay. So it's not all like uh, business, you know, people were friends.
0: Yeah. I think that for the most part, it's, um, I like go out of my way to try to be nice to people It shows, well, it's not really even going out of my way. I'm like genuinely like a pretty agreeable human being. Yeah, I think so. Not really like a complicated person. (laughs) But especially like in the metal scene, I would say there's no competition, but there are definitely people that are very like complicated. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a lot of, you know, weird insecurity type stuff. And you kind of got all this like, poke them just like you're gonna be my friend <laughs> yeah exactly. i know that you're probably Stop not a, being a cunt you're not man. a fucking yeah you're probably not a cunt you're just yeah. for whatever reason just shut off from the world and a lot of times like those people do open up and like you figure out their quirks and mm-hmm. things like that but also there are definitely some people that are just fucking <laughs> jerks yeah they just suck they they do just suck it's funny you say that because i one thing i've been
1: kind of like looking back on lately as a 36 year old man like there's been playing like i think i played punk shows like 15 16 or whatever in like fire halls but uh i remember like in my late teens early 20s like i had friends that i thought were like amazing musicians playing like lots of good stuff and then like they would reach some point where they're like gotta quit music you know that's what and like i remember feeling like that's so dramatic and so big like oh man i can't believe it But looking back at, like, 36, like, that person was 20 years old. Like, they probably just, you know, were getting out of college and found a job. And, like, no one was ever going to be huge and famous. Like, we should have just been happy playing shows. Like, it wasn't, like, a big deal. Like, that whole, like, quitting music concept of, like, in your early 20s is just such a silly thing to me now. Because, like, you didn't have to. Like, I have so many friends that have, like kids now and, like, full-time jobs making a whole lot more money than I yeah, ever make well, that still play, that still tour, that still do lots of stuff. But like, you never had to quit. You know, you just yeah. didn't want to. <laughs>
0: that, that, that was... Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, like, really, if you... If you genuinely give a shit about something, you'll make it happen. Mm. You know, there's... It's no different. The mentality of, like, deciding to continue playing music in your 30s or to make time for band practice is no different than, like, I'm going to sit down and watch all... <laughs> of stranger things in a day Mm -hmm. because I I give a fuck about this show. I can make this time for it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people it's like, I'd rather just sit down and veg out or I'd rather be with my family or I don't feel like dealing with the bullshit of being in a band or I just don't care that much. Yeah, And there is some
1: bullshit with being in a band. Totally.
0: (laughs) Totally. I mean, (laughs) there's bullshit that comes with fucking anything, Mm -hmm. but especially like the, um, it's not very, um, I don't know. I think that for some people that play music, maybe they can play, but knowing how to like create or write a song, like you get a different fulfillment out Mm -hmm. of that. So if you're just somebody that is maybe not necessarily writing songs or you don't care about that and you're just kind of doing this instrument, you're just playing things that other people write. I don't know. You have like a different relationship with it, I Mm -hmm. guess maybe in a way it'd be like, Oh, like I back to burgers. Like (laughs) I work at a restaurant and like, I make burgers, but I don't really care about cooking food. This is just Mm -hmm. a thing that I do here, I guess. Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? I think.
0: you like, (laughs) like, I I think there's a lot of people in bands that are basically like line cooks Mm -hmm. in the band, you know? And they're not, they're just there to kind of. That's the thing they do. It's just the thing that they do. Mm -hmm. They just kind of show up and leave and, yeah, maybe there was a, a, a more eloquent way to put that. <laughs> it's but all on burgers. Yeah, there's just, I think that, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking about certain people in my life that like I've been in bands with that don't play anymore. And it's mm. like when I, in at the time, it seemed like everybody cared. Yeah. But in retrospect, when I think about the way that they acted in the band, I'm like, they never fucking gave a fuck about this. It was yeah. just like, like they're just I think, showing up. It's like they just were, they want to say they're in a band. Mm-hmm. They want to be in the band pictures. Yeah. They want to be on stage, but they don't care about actually contributing anything to mm-hmm. the songwriting process or any of the creative endeavors of things. Yeah. It's just like A job but not even a paying job Mm. it's like they're getting paid in like social credit exactly yeah (laughs) they get that clout yeah yeah yeah. no
1: the one thing i think is funny about that whole concept at least is like that personality even though like i would say they suck uh some of those people are almost necessary like i feel like in bands like one one thing i've gotten to as far as like band interactions with each other is like for the i'll start with like gear getting into a show like you should never be upset with somebody because they don't carry their gear into their show like you should be upset because they didn't help carry the band's gear in the show like the job is to get everybody's shit into the show like if you aren't doing that then you don't give a fuck about the band and uh i think when it comes to a band like there are people like that band daddy you mentioned where like they kind of lead things and all that but like with the other members like even if you don't give a fuck and you don't like and you just want to look cool like if you've got the ability to show up on stage and play your part and you can carry your gear and you can have a good attitude, like, I like that person better than somebody who wants to, like, make a difference, you know?
0: Sure. I mean, like, yeah, there's definitely, like, I've been in bands with people where it's just, like, the, okay, maybe I'm not, like, I don't want to contribute anything, really, but I will show up on time, I will know how to play the songs, and I'll be get. I'm easy to get along with. You won't even notice me. I just want to vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, there are... I mean, but again, like those are people that you'll see continue to play and just fill those roles and bands that need like a bass player or something. Mm-hmm. You'll see them in a dozen bands for the next fucking 10 years yeah, because they genuinely love playing mm-hmm. like any of those other types of people that I was talking about, like the clout people. Yeah, they're done by the time that they like, well, they like <laughs> they get like too old or out of shape to look good in photos anymore. Yeah. So they just yep. stop caring about yep. even being in the band because like, mm-hmm. it's no longer a beautiful thing you know yeah. that they've lost their hair or they mm-hmm. put on some weight or whatever you know yeah. just or both mm-hmm. you know and it's like okay well yeah no, I, I don't want to do this anymore i like that you
1: mentioned talking about like the people that want to play will keep playing and i remember there's one thing that i always think about back in the day like whenever i first moved to pittsburgh there was some interview with uh like paul uh Manitiatis, i think i'm pronouncing his last name correctly from pittsburgh he played in punchline composure and stuff like that but uh there's this like van interview that he did with i think Do you remember them no nah. uh, they were like they did video stuff but uh I remember he like talked about this concept of like when you get older in the music scene like you need to look out for lifers like those are the people you need to surround yourself with when it comes to music and like yeah that's true like I feel like I finally made it like I'm a lifer now you know like I've got my ways that I make money and other things but like if you need me to play a show like tell me what songs you need to know and like I'll go out and do it like I'm here to play like that's it you know I don't yeah. care what I'm playing like I'm going to play something and that's that
0: It's been like really cool um now over the past I would say five to 10 years leading more towards like the past five, um, in the music, in the bands that I do and the people that I'm like surrounded with creatively, because they're all very like-minded people that like, I would like, uh, I would trust all of them with my like life mm-hmm. outside of like <laughs> even anything just like creatively. Like mm-hmm. they're all really good dudes yeah. and dudettes. Uh, and uh, it's cool because, like, I didn't have that in my 20s. I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. But also things happen the way that they're, I don't know, yeah, fate, they're the meant universe. To, yeah, yeah they, things happen the way they're meant to. You were supposed to be a, a drunken fucking ding-dong for <laughs> yeah. all of your 20s. You mm-hmm, were that's fucked. right. You are supposed to put yourself horribly in debt and live in squalor. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's right. You're supposed to spend all that money that your kind relatives happened to give you from savings they had saved up when you were a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Like, that was meant for
0: weed and beer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Woo! But yeah, no, it's cool because, like, environment is everything, and you surround yourself with people that just, like, are on your wavelength, and it just, like, makes everything so much fucking easier Mm -hmm. in the long run. Yeah. Um, Because it could be really hard, even if there's just, like, one person that, like, you know one moldy spot on the loaf mm-hmm. I throw the whole thing out
1: that's right it'll kill you i just learned that this morning i've been watching historical uh, cooking things oh yeah, yeah it was great you no know, it was it, i learned about uh, the difference between sliced bread and like bakery bread it's you know all what you'd think it's all about preservatives and all that stuff i won't get into it mm-hmm. but they did say if you eat mold you could die
0: yeah did
1: There's you hear a- about that guy that injected uh some type of mold into him we well, you know he injected mushrooms into him like psychedelic mushrooms It basically fucked him up real bad. Oh my God, I hate people. Yeah, and also because like your blood is warm and nice and dark on the inside there, Uh, the trooms ended up like sprouting up and he basically like turned himself into a mushroom. Bad, he almost died.
0: I fucking hate people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can just eat it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's, I don't know, we can like, When I think about like, I guess it's hard. Like, I've never been a big drug person at Mm -hmm. all. Um, but like, I understand the the appeal of it because it's really no different than like pizza or anything. It's all recreational and Mm -hmm. fun, and you have a an experience. I've had you know out of body experiences with a the right slice for sure. Hell yeah! And uh, but like when it there's a threshold for, like, how, like, fucked in the head or, like, just genuinely bored do you have to be to, like, get to a point where it's like, oh, I think that, like, everything that I'm doing hasn't been enough. I need more. Let's inject the mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, you know, you can get gross and, like, talk about some weird sex things that some people like to do. Just shoving mushrooms straight up their ass. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, how do you get to that point where (laughs) this is what... Yeah, you want to do.
1: I don't want to know that path. I was about to say like, I'd like to know that path, but I don't want to know that path. I don't want to know like the moment they found some video on the internet that kind of like tickled something in them. No, I don't want to know any of that.
0: It's just, <laughs> it's it's very, it's super duper interesting. And then in terms of like, uh just like the creative mindset of things, like thinking about it artistically, right? Like how do you apply that that idea of like, this isn't enough. I need more. How do I do that with my art mm-hmm. in a productive way instead yeah. of like, oh, well, you know, this, there aren't enough toppings on this metaphorical <laughs> pizza, right? Or there isn't enough fucking chemicals going through my body. Fast enough, so I need to throw it in my veins. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I'm not giving enough to this art. (laughs) I need to like really go for it. Like, cause like that's like a there's like a something in your brain, again, not a brain doctor, Mm -hmm. but it has to be like some sort of like chemical or scientific thing that unlocks that like unhinged thing where it's like, oh no, I'm gonna shove that in there. Like, let's go. I'm (sighs) gonna make it fit. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, how do you get that energy for like, no, I'm gonna fucking get this song written i'm gonna figure out this part or i'm shock
1: therapy uh you can just you know (laughs) take a taser stab it in the back of your skull and just hope it triggers the right spot
0: (laughs) (laughs) with um outside of the music and outside of the baking you had mentioned before like you know the sketch comedy stuff and you Mm -hmm. had been on the show in the past in regards to comedy stuff are you still funny fuck no (laughs)
1: uh I, I don't know that's what one of those like things where i don't know what kind of outlet there is for it like i definitely feel like i'm a silly person for sure uh yeah that's one of those things where i feel like i'm gonna have to get into TikToking. because i know okay. what those people do on those videos like i could piece something together and people tell me i'm silly enough like i hate when people are like oh that's a pretty funny thought Nate. you should make that into a video i'm like well why can't you just accept that you're with a funny friend and then you know you don't need me to give yeah. it to everybody take the gift i gave you
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, something I definitely think about a lot as somebody that has this podcast that I've done for a very long time. I've never made a dime off of this podcast. Mm -hmm. What? Um, (laughs) And uh, it's, I mean, honestly, I don't even want to know how fucking much money I've spent just like (laughs) hosting it and on equipment and shit. But that's not the point. It's really just like, I want to get together with friends and hang out, Mm -hmm. you know, have some waters or, you know beers or you know inject mushrooms exactly do sometimes and uh it's like okay well like i don't need to record this to do that yeah (laughs) it's like kind of the beginning of the conversation like we don't have to play a show to hang out with our friends Mm -hmm. so it's like why again i have to always think about like why am i doing this why am i generating this content is this actually valuable for other people to engage with you know yeah hopefully there's some tidbits of information in here that people like oh i never thought about that that way or like oh i i relate with that you mm-hmm. know i think i Human think connection
1: i feel like you scratch an itch with what you do with this like as far as like a local like i think I, a, a while back i considered like what you do with this podcast like kind of like a scene historian kind of thing sure cuz it's like you're just capturing like different times and moments with people that are doing things like whether it's a big level small level whatever it's just like creative types around this city it's like i think that's cool as far as like why people would listen to it that's why i would listen to it you know not that i do but i mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah just like thinking about like you know you don't have to monetize every moment Mm -hmm. and like just like try to make sure that like well it's like i know that at the end of the day i'm doing this for genuine reasons Mm -hmm. i think that i feel better putting it out because yeah. again it's not like oh i'm just doing this hour-long podcast for the fucking 30 second ad read for blue chew yeah that's gonna get me you know is that fucking 10 for grand. dick stuff is that what bluetooth is blue the dick okay, stuff yes yeah. nice. i don't know how many like podcasts you listen to um but a lot of the podcasts that i listen to especially like the ones that are like uh run by like comedians and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's just like it's just like unnecessary bullshit for an hour and then there's the ad read and that's Dick like Pills oh say. that's why this exists mm-hmm, it's yeah. for the ad read mm-hmm. that's it
1: all right speaking of ads i'm sorry to go off on a tangent with this but how audacious has it been with the way youtube's been doing their ads lately have you noticed it's like the ads are like half hour infomercials and the only way you can get past it is if you push that skip the uh, ad thing that's insane. What the fuck are they doing? Like, how can they get away with that? I feel like that's gonna be one of those things that they like shut down at a government level. Like, how they're like commercials can't be like two times as loud as the TV shows, even though they're still doing that. And I'm kind of pissed that that exists because it scares me. I'll be trying to take a nap or something and like, oh, sure. blast on there.
0: Yeah. So, like, I have the I YouTube premium. I need to do that too. I've been thinking so, about that. Like, it's like a girlfriend that like
1: I need to have, but like I yeah. just won't listen to her because every time she's like, you know, I'll give you three months free. I'd be like, fuck you. I wanna you know, Netflix.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you know, I pay the money for it so I don't get bugged by the ads and I can engage with stuff the way I want to. And I've said this a thousand times before. I'll say it again. If every fucking social media platform had a paid version where I wouldn't have to fucking see ads and I could just engage with the stuff that I want to do, I would throw Buckets of money at that.
1: that's great. I like that. I thought. really would. Mm-hmm.
0: And they they could get away with a five nine nine a month. That's not yeah, bad. Okay. Easily. All
1: right, easily, you're onto something here.
0: Easily. They would. I mean, they would. It's like it could. I, I mean, the issue is that they're probably just making so much fucking money off that targeted advertising mm-hmm. more than we'll ever fucking yeah. realize.
1: Well, I like it when it's smooth. I like it when it's like an agreement with the content creator. Whenever they're like, "Oh, by the way, check this out," like that's respectable. Sure. But I hate that stuff where it's like, hey, check out these coins I've got. And then it's like the next hour sitting there watching some dude talk about something you don't give a shit about.
0: Yeah. Or just like flipping through Instagram and like every three posts is like, oh, you like horror movies? Check out this fucking Friday the 13th (laughs) shirt. Three more posts. Oh, you like synthesizers? Check this out. Oh, three more posts. You like shoes? It's just like, I just kind of wanted to like zone out and just see what my shithead friends are into.
1: Speaking of that, like, I don't know if you've just been like inside my head the last couple days or whatever, but one thing I've found out with Instagram, uh, you know, how they do that thing where it's like, hey, if you want to see, you know, all of your friends' things, like, you have to go up to the Instagram in the top corner and then do following. And so, whenever I looked at that, there's a little check mark next to that little guy. So, I'm like, oh, so it must already be set for the following stuff. Nah, dog, you got to go in there. Then it's going to give you all the most recent things from all your buddies and uh it's pretty cool but the thing that's fucked about that is if you're like oh i want to see what all my friends are doing and i get like an hour into it if you have to back out and then when you go back into it it doesn't save your spot so you, the only way you get like a real convenient nice use of the instagram app is if you're using the one that just feeds you suggested stuff like i've been worried up in following accounts that i'm not even following like no my whole like main feed is shit that i'm not following at this point so i don't know that's my little old man corner
0: there yeah no it's like it's weird like there's like always shit like like I get like suggested stuff from people that I'm not following that are like people that I know. And I think that I'm following them, but I'm not following them. It's just sending it to me. And then like, I get weirdos that are just like, why don't you follow me on Instagram? And mm-hmm. it's like, "I what are you talking about? I see your stuff all the time. And yeah. it's like, Oh, I guess not.
1: Yeah. The algorithm knew better. Yeah. Just feeding it to you. I
0: guess not. I've also had like people like call me out for unfollowing them. It's, and it's like, how do you know? And I guess like you can like download apps that tell you what yeah. people and that's, like a, that's you and a crazy shit. step, Yeah. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> why would you ever want to do that? It's like, <laughs> yeah, why did I unfollow? Because this is the kind of person you are. Mm, this yeah. is like, why I you're fucking, a maniac. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You are it, a fucking maniac. It's
1: funny you say all that because I'll be honest with you. Before I came here, I went on the internet to be like, oh, yeah, let me take a look at the uh, Instagram for Start the Beat and everything, and I'm like. I'm not following this. Ah, oh, fuck. This is going to be one of those weird moments where I'm like, I'm going to have to follow. He's going to see it. He's going to know I'm going to walk in there. It's going to be like, oh shit. I'm like, ah, so, you know, you're going to get a follow after yeah, this. I That's mean, all I'm I saying. Wouldn't,
0: it's, I and you
1: followed me too. That's the thing
0: that was like, made me sad about it. I'm like, well, what am I doing over here? Who the hell am I? I don't take it the wrong way. Okay, good. I really don't. I don't, you know, I, 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 i don't have any of those fucking trackers to know who's following me who's not following yeah. me whenever i post stories i don't go in and like see who's looked at my story like i have friends that do that that are just like yeah so always watches my stories i'm like how do you know that and they're yeah. like oh well you could just go in and looked at who's i'm like how fucking neurotic are you yeah. that like i post something that i forget about it. i'm like going back and like oh well who looked at this <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to be like, oh, okay. Like I'll recognize, I'll see Cause like you'll get notifications that people liked it, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's not enough. I need to know every single person mm-hmm. that don't looked at what I did. Who tapped, who like, well, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't know how, like
1: what it needs to do to register that somebody looked at it. Cause there's so many times where I'm like, just like tap, 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 going through people's shit. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. there's anybody that like thinks highly of me, they're like, Nate's always looking at my stories I just want to be like no I'm not like I'm just getting through it to get to the next like goofy thing like I'm sure, sorry sure, sure. yeah you know but yeah I just I wonder what that is like how long you have to actually look at something for it to register because a lot of those likes might even be like I have friends that are like this celebrity follows me You're like do they really like they're probably just trying to get to something they like you know
0: yeah I, I we fucking and then going back to TikTok which we could fucking probably wrap this up in a minute here mm-hmm. but I have a lot of friends that like tiktok because of like they get a lot of view counts and air quote engagement Mm -hmm. it's like yeah your video has a lot of views because people were seeing it while scrolling through to other shit yeah you know like uh i have a friend that's really big on tiktok and they were like i mean like hundred thousands followers and -hmm. then like they tried to make like a youtube account and like made a post about it on the tiktok and it it, like barely a hundred people yeah
1: You know, sobering. You
0: can't like (laughs) jump from like the platform to the platform. And so Mm -hmm. much of that like engagement that you're seeing is just not, it's like not transferable.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: It just exists in that bubble. So then, like, that goes back to like why I have a hard time with bands or people that like, you know, they want to do a real world thing. A band is a real world thing for the most part. And, Okay, sure you can exist in this bubble in TikTok, but nobody's going to care about what you're doing outside of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And if the point of making the TikTok is to get people to engage with your content outside of TikTok, it's kind of useless.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So mm-hmm. but also I am not a uh social media marketing manager and you know, I don't know. If your content is good enough, it'll Speak for yeah, itself. It'll shine. I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I feel that same. I even way. hate the fact that now I'm just calling things content. Yeah. Oh, I, it I, sucks. I, that word just mm-hmm. genuinely came out of my mouth. And like, yeah. Oh, that's every day for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. So, um, we're older mm-hmm. now. We're officially one hour in. You know, ten minutes or so Woo-hoo! older than we were when we started this. Yeah. Um, we've solved all the world problems.
1: I know we did. That's what I wanted to come here for.
0: We're both um going to be very successful now
1: Mm -hmm. we're gonna win the mega millions Uh uh-huh it's over a billion
0: we're gonna get uh we'll be first place in city paper
1: yes just best guys that's what it's gonna be uh (laughs) Uh,
0: let's see what else can i talk shit on that's pittsburgh related since it's the end of the podcast yeah beep out
1: anything that i talk shit on by the way just beep it. how is deutschtown for you guys I, you know let me just say it was the best oh no there's cameras here never mind uh it was a great time uh super organized and you know, wonderful show oh dang dude it.
0: No. like <laughs> i mean i i it was I'll, a little bit stressful i'll say that much that's what i'll say to stay professional <laughs> was it so i guess like you know i don't want to make i've been like this is my thing and like again i hope that like people that are responsible for this festival do hear this okay nobody behind the scenes and this is not even behind the scenes because i'm saying this publicly Mm -hmm. nobody that i fucking talk to about your festival (laughs) has a good time at it you're not even on camera right now so don't worry about it (sighs) nobody has a good time at your festival like leading up to the festival all i hear is nightmare stories about years in the past (laughs) <laughs> and then like i mean granted this year unfortunate with the weather some yeah. shit's out of your control mm-hmm. that I, i'm not fucking blaming anybody for that but it's like are you aware that like there is so much like distaste and what can we do to make it better because it should be great
1: mm-hmm. i have some fun things to tell you when we're done but
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it just you know whatever man mm-hmm. and again if you if uh if you work for the festival and you want to talk about it, 412-680-2037 call Ooh. me. That's a man, that's a thing. It's just like, mm. I don't know. Like I never I would never want to fucking book a festival like that. I can't yeah. imagine how fucking stressful it is. Oh, yeah. But also, you don't need to have fucking five hundred bands on two thousand stages. It's,
1: yeah, like that whole stop I, I saw it. being billed as like the yeah. largest music yeah. festival in the world or yeah. something stop like Stop it. Mm.
0: Stop it. It's yeah. a fucking train wreck. That festival could be a quarter of the size. It would be so much less stress on the people behind the scenes and it would be less stress on people attending. People would actually be able to engage with everything and it would be like a well-oiled machine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know, in my opinion. that And those aren't my opinions completely. I mean, my opinions were not stated. That's for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: My Chemical Romance is Nate's The best band. band in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with all of that being said, uh, I love, I love, I love talking shit at the end of episodes yeah. because, uh, you know, nobody ever really hears it. So,
1: good. Welcome. Yeah. Now, I, I like shit talk too. Yeah. I won't lie about it.
0: Well, anyways, uh, with all that being said, Nate, mm-hmm. we're gonna chat some more once I stop recording here. But this is it for our public demonstration. Yes. We have solved the world's problems. Mm-hmm. You're welcome.
1: Yes. Can you, I tell people about my upcoming shows oh, before yeah, we're done? Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna. You're gonna, gonna set gonna... that up. I forget
1: I said anything. Fred got scared.
0: I don't even know when this is going to be uploaded to be fair, but don't worry. I got some advance. Yeah. All right. Let's go.
1: All right. So uh, uh, I was supposed to say that I do play in a band called Northern gold. I play drums for them. Uh, The most talked about that. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to be cool with this. Uh, I'd say the most recent thing with them. Sometimes the single we put out within the last like six months, it's good. People seem to like it. There's some follows on it. So check that out on Spotify. Uh, (laughs) Kids are really into it. It's a nice dance craze. And then other than that, though, I do play in that uh, karaoke band. We got some shows coming up. We're playing Cambridge, Massachusetts, August 12th. Uh, Underground Arts in Philly, August 13th. Jeffersonville, Indiana on August 19th at a place called Losers. It's a pretty cool venue. It's like a biker bar kind of thing. It was nice. And then uh, Marathon Music in Nashville on August 20th. And then we're going to be Pittsburgh. August is our uh, Pittsburgh month. So we're going to be at Spirit Lawrenceville on the 26th of August. So if you're in any of those places and you listen to this, come out and see me and say, hey, man, I liked your voice.
0: Hell Yeah love it well you know the fucking deal here Uh, I'll be back uh, next week with another episode unless someone from fucking DMF comes and breaks my legs (laughs) Uh, but until then uh, take care of yourselves take care of the people around you and uh, you know don't overextend yourself don't don't try too hard nobody cares just do (laughs) Deutsch (laughs) town sorry fuck them whatever goodbye have a good night (laughs) We're done. Bye. (laughs)